the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Oh my God, there's just so many topics to discuss this week. Uh, one of the first things I want to talk about, I know you guys heard about the Louisville shooter. He killed five people. Guess what? He left behind a 13-page manifesto. Have you heard anything about it? Have you heard them talking about that he literally did this shooting as it's alleged, as, as he stated in his manifesto, because he wanted gun, he wanted the, the, the politicians to finally do something on guns. As an article by Jordan Bird from the Federalist over at the Federalist.com, I'm telling you, you guys have to read it. Um, they have a link connected to his 13 page manifesto. But um, I'm looking at, at the news. Because I, mean, I don't have the news at home. I can't watch Fox, CNN, none of those things at home because I don't have cable. I don't I don't even have the antenna to watch 257932. I can't even watch any of those things. But I haven't seen it. I, I literally went online looking to see if I can find anything about it. Nothing. Nothing. I, I'm, I'm looking for the, uh, you know, you also heard that Blinken. Uh, there was a whistleblower, an ex-CIA official came out that Blinken prompted infamous intel statement calling Hunter Biden laptop Russian disinformation. I don't hear about it. I, it's been on Fox. I haven't seen it on CNN or MSNDC, MSNDNC. I haven't seen it on them. What the heck is happening to our country? We have all this information. If this was, if this was Donald Trump, if what's happening with Hunter Biden was Donald Trump Jr. or one of Donald Trump's kids or or any of his anybody that's related closely related to Donald Trump? It will be nonstop on CNN, MSNBC, on all of the leftist channels. But they're quiet. They're quiet, and they're talking about oh, Joe Biden is getting ready to announce his next run for office. That's the news. That's the news. They're lulling us to sleep. Cream Puff Jim. These are the people that you want to vote for. These are the people that you want to entrust to continue to run our country. Make it make sense. Please make somebody call. 
Make it make sense. All the chaos, what happened in Chicago. Make it make sense. And these people, this the same ideology is continually being voted right back in without any repercussions, without anything happening. I'm trying to make it make sense in my own head. We want to talk about what's happening at the Supreme Court with abortion pills. You really think that's the issue? We're losing our country. We're losing it. And they are they they are are, are, are controlling the narrative. We are allowing them to control the narrative. Troublemaker, I really want to hear what you have to say about this control of the narrative and the Republican. And we're going to talk about later in the show, Josh Hawley. He, he was, uh, he was giving a speech at the heritage foundation and he talked about the Republicans and how he doesn't think we're ready. Conservatives at a crossroads, the name of the article, Josh Hawley wrote it. This was his speech. And I want to get later in the show. I want to get into this, get into his speech because he's spot on. There's no, I was talking with somebody this week, we have no brand identity. We don't even know who we are as Republicans. As, as you can see, I have a shirt on. Frustrated Republican, because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that we continue, continuously, even, even in our own party circles, continue to elect these people who have no clue how to fight. And I'm sick of it. You should be too. You know, they're talking about, oh, we're, we're all extremists. We want to go and fight and destroy the government. No, I want a government that works. We don't have that today. I, I, you know, I, I feel like my inner Sean Thompson want, wants to come out. I think it was Sean I was talking to. We don't have that. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. Fight. Troublemaker, please make it make sense. Well, to respond to what you said earlier, uh, when it comes to Joe Biden and Joe Biden's son, now you know I watch, I scour the news. I think I watch a little more news than you. They, they, they have a slow drip of what's going on with the uh, the laptop and the documents and, and things going on over there on CNN. Uh, they mention it, but what they say is they have a whistleblower, but he hasn't provided the evidence. He's saying some things, but he hasn't provided the evidence, so they're not going to really. That's report, why I said what was alleged, but. but, but he, they're not going to report on it because they haven't any official documents yet. Yeah, just, but, just, just like the laptop. But did they, did they do that with anything that came out in Trump when it, Trump was it, president? It, it don't matter. But no, no, I'm asking you. No, they, did they no, do that? They ran. They point, ran the with. They, I, I understand. We all know they're hypocrites. But you want me to respond to what you're saying? Go ahead. Because I'm as far as as far as, oh. as far as the laptop is concerned, the director of uh, uh, DOJ Gar- Garland. He didn't release any evidence for all these years, so they didn't. As far as they're concerned, there's no there there because they don't have anything to report on. I heard about the Louisville shooter, but but nobody released anything about a manifesto like they do everybody else. So it's the control of the slow drip of evidence that we receive, and of course we're going to call them hypocrites, but they they really don't have it at hand. They have the evidence at hand that people leak, like a brag or whoever else. And they'll report on it once they officially get it. So, 
We, we all know it's hypocrisy, but, you know, we, we'll get it eventually. We still got two years before this man eventually gets voted in. Uh, maybe maybe something to happen before before everybody starts running. Yeah, but 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 how can something happen if the media just continuously covers for them? Well, we how, have, do, you, how do you how do you get beyond that veil? Well, we have to look to our own news sources because I'm gonna tell you this: Newsmax has been reporting on it constantly. Oh, I do watch Newsmax. Okay, got, so I, they I they they talk about it. Own talk about it. You know, the Blaze talks about it. We have news sources to look at. We don't have to keep concentrating on on uh, CNN and MSNBC or whatever. We, we we get the information because I hear it. I hear about it every day. So we know about it. All we got to do is just keep on, you know, paying attention to our news feed. But you want you say you want to make it make sense. I'm going to make it make sense for you. But I make got it. I got some stuff. Well, we'll get into that. Is, is it about Chicago? It's, it's going to be about everything. Okay. You're talking about frustrated conservative. I'm a frustrated black conservative, and I'm going to put it to you in a way that only I can because I, I got some issues too. We we all have issues, yeah. you know. Matter of fact, I'm a I'm a throw a tidbit out there. You know, first off, I'm gonna say it this way: What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? Now. You sound like a leftist. And like if we don't get it, shut it down. No justice, no peace. Okay, what's the justice you seek? Rest in peace, my brother, Jalen Walker. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like this. Before I before I talk about him completely, this was a man that was officially, not ricochets, officially shot 50 times by eight white officers. I have a moral to this story, but I got to start it out this way. But before I get to him, I got to talk to this. I got to talk about this 16-year-old black boy that was shot by 84-year-old white man. Okay, no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold that. We'll, we'll talk about that when Rebeletti gets here. Remember, that's, okay, I, know, that's I, know, whole, I know that's what he wait, wants to talk he, about. Let's wait, cause, because there's, there was more to that case, no, too. No, I, I'm going to tell you what's No, sick, no, no. Sick. There was more to that case. This guy had already had his home robbed. I, I, I don't care. He you looked don't out care? Of, he looked out of the window, saw this young, unassuming, 140-year-old, 16-year-old black boy. Did not say hello. Did uh, not say okay, who is it. Okay, he shot out. through all the right, door. All right, all right. Let's go to Jim because that's 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 nonsense. He shot through the door. Jim, welcome back to Black and Right. Oh, hi, guys. I, I guess we're going to stand pat. It looks like Biden's going to ask that Tuesday. I can't wait for that. And it looks like Trump's going to win this nomination because nobody can beat him. And plus, he he has to he has to run because he has to try to win and try to uh, uh, pardon everybody in the country. Half the country has to pardon, including himself. So it looks like Biden and Trump. And I think that uh, Biden looks like a heavy favorite to me. I don't know what you guys think. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be Biden. I think Biden is going to be gone. I think um, they're going to make a play. With all this that's coming down, they're going to force his hand and force him out at some point, sometime. Or, no, I, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. With everything that he has going, coming out, I, I just don't see it, Jim. Um, uh, Biden's got to go. Thanks, Jim. Um, you listening to Black and Right. Craig, Mike, Jim, hold the line. When we get back from break, I'll take your calls. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker who's causing trouble already. Let's go to the phone lines. Craig from Mount Greenwood. Craig, welcome back to Black and Right. Craig, you there? 
Yeah. Hello, John and Verlon. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm doing well. And uh, hey, really glad you're on this uh, subject here because uh, I'll tell you what, it's something that really uh, gets my attention about just how far, far from where we should be with regard to the United States of America, with regard to justice and with regard to doing right. Everything's upside down, right? Is wrong. I mean, it's so messed up. And here's what I, my take is. This, I mean, it started back in the Garden of Eden with that demon, with the devil, and everything. That the devil's involved with all this stuff and everything. And you had 1962, they kicked, because you had people that will serve Satan and everything. This is the leftist. They kicked God out of schools. Yep. You couldn't pray. You couldn't think in 1962. You can watch this whole thing, this movement, all the way to where we're at right now. The, uh, the um, no, uh, you know, the uh, abortion stuff, everything. It's, those are all markers along the way to get where we are. We've got... In all our institutions, it's no longer just a school. It's all our media. It's our justice. It's what we're supposed to put our faith in the trust of uh, the government with the FBI, CIA, the government itself. This, all these organizations, all these institutions are loaded with anti-God, anti-American, anti-anything good. They're uh, led by the devil, as far as I'm concerned. They basically all they're out to do is destroy and kill and pillage. That's why Satan was called Diabolus, the liar. All they do is lie. That's why you're not going to get anything that will shed any truth. They will never take and let us hear anything that's think. It only comes out by accident. They're out to lie and deceive. That's why people nowadays that go towards the left, go towards even like you can't be a Democrat anymore. There's no my family. We're all Democrats. I was yeah. raised a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat that's anymore. These people. There's no Democrat system. It's all socialists and Marxists and, and d- demons and everything. I, I don't. I, I there's a lot of Republicans I don't like anything. But at least there's people of of sanity and that will uh, stand up for trying to fight for some justice and truth. Yeah. But we're our country gut shot where we're at now. Yeah, I was going to say you know uh, you can you can blame some Republicans too because they do the same thing as I mean it's, it's what is that saying? They're two sides of the same coin. That's basically what what's becoming with these parties today. So thanks so much for calling us, Greg. I've never uh, I've never understood that comment. Raised a Democrat, you can't be raised a Democrat. My my family's all Democrats. I'm the only Republican. You either gravitate to the issues that they're talking about or not. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's how. No, I was raised a Democrat. You know why? Everybody in my house was Democrats. So that you know what they you know how they raised us to be Democrats to to follow. The, the talking points to listen to what you guess what there's no talk there's no such thing as even thinking about being a republican in, in in the household i grew up me either but the bottom line is being a democrat is being part of a party how do you if i have yeah, five six wait, seven wait, eight years out, old time out, time out hold on people people are raised as democrats oh. they are there's just that's that's just just because you you never be you were never a democrat that dude you the the pressures of, of of growing up in a black in a black in the black community. All my friends were were, were, were Democrats. Mine all too. My, all my family members were Democrats. You act like I came from Mars. I, mine too. No, but but time out. But 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 uh, the whole Republican message wasn't even preached. You couldn't even. We couldn't even have a conversation about anything left, right, see, or, or Republican at all. In you, my you, wait 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 hold on, because my stepfather was 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 a was a precinct captain. And, and there was no such thing. So 
you, you talk about being disowned. You will be, I would have been disowned. And there are a lot of people like that who are in these communities today that if you just, that's why when you go into these communities and you talk a different, you bring a different approach to these communities and give them, a, give them something else to think about, they shift, they change. That's, that's why you're seeing an implosion. Because you know what? Republicans, I never saw a Republican. The Republicans never came to my community to, to, to try to coerce me or change my, my viewpoint. That does that didn't happen back then. It's happening now because Republicans, at least I'll say for the most part, Trump, Ronald Reagan, they, these are these are people who understood that they had to change the mindset of, of the black community. You are missing my total point. It's no raised with party values as far as Democrat. That's what it means. Democrat. You are raised with Values. It's either values and principles. Not it had nothing to do with party. How you raise? What okay, you raise your family? Take care of your kids. Okay. You, you you school them. You send them to school. Regular values. And I was raised with those values. I was raised there and with work. those values. Okay. Well, I, well, that's I the point. Okay. okay. Listen. I'm okay. You're speaking to your life experience. I'm speaking to my life experience. Guess what? In most black communities, that's not. They don't. They don't raise with values. It's it's about what what what. You you go into these communities, you go to these 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 political meetings, you, these politicians come in. The only people that's coming to the black community, at least when I was growing up, were Democrats. Do you? I don't know what you grew up as, Dennis. Where were you? Oh, hold on, we can't hear yeah, you. Yeah, not, we can't not, hear you. I'm not on the mic yet. So, yo, yeah, you're good to go. Go. Am I gone now? Yeah, yeah there you go. now. So I grew up in a household, a union household, where uh, it was Democrat household and in Republican DuPage County, but I didn't really know that. Right, my grandfather was a union uh, uh, foreman. My father was a union uh, printer. Same shop. I didn't really know I was a Democrat or Republican. They didn't really talk about it like that. But I knew I, I came from a labor household. Uh, my wife always kids around with me because I said I was I was raised in a blue collar household. Mm-hmm. I always say my son is, but he's not. Right. Right. But you're raised with blue collar values, and mm-hmm. I think that's what Verlon's talking right. about. Where are the blue collar values? Where's right. hard work? Play the by the rules. And let me do my thing and let government stay out of my way, right. right? Take care of the basic stuff. That's lost. It's gone. What party is that now? The that's Republicans. The Repub- that's right. That's the Republican yeah. Party. That's why you see blue-collar cities that are more Republican than Democrat. That's why union members are more Republican than Democrat. But Republicans, you guys will call them establishment Republicans, <laughs> don't like unions. Right. I do. I'm, you know, right. I still support. But that's what I'm saying. And so when you're in a state like Illinois, that's you, you have to follow the bigger picture. But it's about how you're raised first. I was raised to respect authority, be that teachers or police officers or, or the neighbors. Right. When you went to go play at somebody's house when you're six years old, if, if you got sent home, that was worse than anything yeah. else. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why are you home? So bigger picture is starts at home and then you you curtail what you've learned into your next step. How does how does that play into the into into politics? So right. are you grounded or not, John? Right. And I think that's what we have to look at where we all come from. And that's what I talked to you about on the phone last week. When I was on the House floor a couple weeks ago talking to Democrats mm-hmm. that you and I serve with mm-hmm. who feel alienated by their own party because it's not a traditional Democratic Party. It's not like how we were raised, right? What right. we thought were Again, you use the term raised. That's my point. That's right. But I'm saying is, so there, there's nature and nurture, right? Right. But to me, my values have always been, and the people I've represented was, I worked hard, 
Nobody handed me these things. I did not come from a political family. And I was able to get to where I'm at based off of hard work, determination, putting everything you had into it, not taking no for an answer. Nobody said, here, uh, I know you want to be in politics, so uh, here's all these different things for you. It doesn't work out that way. But in today's world, everybody thinks they start out at third base and that they they just need to have somebody tell them how to get to home plate. Yeah, that's true. Let's go back to the phone lines. Mike from the north side. Mike, welcome back to Black and Right. Oh, my goodness. You guys got it. Chill out, calm down. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to your uncle Cracker here. First off, change your music. Play some Randy Travis or some George Strait. That'll put you on the right road. <laughs> okay. What's oh, up, man? <laughs> First What's off, up, you got to walk away. From, you have to walk away from the Republican Party. If you had a guy on your team, your softball team, all he did was strike out and pop up. You get rid of him. You got to get rid of the Republican Party. I told you. There's plenty of room for you in the Chicago LGBT party. Love guns, bacon, and Trump. <laughs> wow. Well, I, you, know, you, you can't fix. I love that. I love can't all of that. Stupid. Hey, hey, Craig, hey, 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 Mike. You don't see my hat. I actually have my MAGA Republican hat on, so I, I, I can join that party. I, I can be a part of that party. So. But Mike, we we I'm about to go. Mike, a lot of people have tried. A lot of people have tried to start all these other parties, Green Party, and work. all the rest of it. It don't work. We have a two party system here. I'm about to go in the grocery store with my Trump 2024 <laughs> hat, and they could love it or they can kiss my butt. Yeah. But I wanted to say what's happening in the country is a lot what happened in the fascist countries before World War II. They controlled the media. They're controlling the media now. They controlled government bureaucracy. You hear your song? You hear your no. song, Mike? You hear your never, song? Never, amen. <laughs> you, got, you got your own walking music Randy. now. Hey, every time Mike from the North Side calls, he has to have this music. I want to know if he's at, if he going to Mariano's or Whole Foods right yeah, now. Yeah, real quick. Mariano Whole Foods. No, I'm, go- I'm going to Tony's. I'm going ah, to nice. Tony's. All, All right. right. Thank you, Mike. You listen to Black and White. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna get, we, I really, we, was, we were talking during the break about all of the shootings that have occurred with people, um, trying to get in cars, people coming to people's houses, uh, dr- pulling into people's driveways. Uh, uh, most of these states have stand your ground laws, right? Um, Rebelletti? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's going to come into play, you At, think, in, in a lot of this? It, it does. I know Verlon wants to talk about some of these things, but yes, it does come into play. And we'll talk about that in the second and third hour. Uh, right. let, me, let me clear the phone lines. We have a couple of people that have been waiting quite some time. Jim from South Elgin, who's also a sponsor of this show. Welcome back, brother. Well, good topic. Um, uh, earlier on, you were talking about the uh, the old-time Democrats. You go back and listen to speeches of Hubert Humphrey and John Kennedy and things, and you'd think they were uh, Donald Trump today, by the yeah. way, they were talking about saving tax and things. And so what's happening is the Democratic Party has become a bunch of Marxists. Yep. You know, they're, they're supporting all this uh, gender garbage. You know, one of the theories of communism is divide and conquer. So they want to divide kids from their parents. They want to keep people from growing up in healthy homes. And what they're doing is just awful. Uh, in fact, Project Veritas, even though James O'Keefe isn't with them, 
they're just they just did an interview with a bunch of these people that that are giving a, a gender affirming care. Yeah, <laughs> it's really awful what they're doing. I mean, all these puberty blockers and things, and all these chemicals that are going to just screw people up the rest of their lives. It's horrible. I agree. Um, and also, yeah. And also, there's a, there was a, a, a lady did a very sad video inside one of the now closed Walmart stores, where she's in there and you can see all the garbage on the floor, all the shelves were baked, baked. And this woman was crying, yeah, because she, she couldn't buy any food. That's the, that's the video you sent us, right? Going. That's that video yeah, you sent us, right? Yeah, right. I, and this is the kind of thing where people are saying, "Oh, it's corporate greed." <laughs> I don't think so. It's called survivability. Plus, you know, in San Francisco and the others, these other places controlled by Democrats. People are looting stores blind, so the stores are closing. Yeah, and and, and Jim and, and Jim, not just that about Walmart. Um, they said they said since they started Walmart, opened up opening up Walmart in Chicago seventeen years ago, they have not been profitable at all. None of them. Right. So um, if you're a business owner, um, you're going to look to see if if if, if what's being profitable. If 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 you don't see any profit, um, you're gonna you're gonna shed the bad weight, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Couple that on top of. Commercial taxes in Cook County are so expensive for commercial real estate. Yeah. It's nuts, you know. And, and they want to make this a racial issue. It's not. It's, it's a monetary issue. It's a fiscal a fiscal issue. Well, it, that it you is. Well, that it is. But you got to understand, the Democrats Thanks, want, want you to be a happy warrior. They want you to buy into the agenda. That's who Disney is for for the Democrats right now. They they got so much money, they will happily buy into the agenda. And they they tried to force Walmart's hand to be the same. Okay, so what? You're wasting tens of millions. You a Fortune 500 company. You worth billions of dollars. You can buy into what we're selling. Nope. That's basically what they're trying to do. I remember, if you guys remember back when Walmart was trying to move into Chicago, how much the city fought them. Fought them, yeah. Yeah. Fought them. Yeah. And now they're fighting them not to leave. Not to leave. So what is the real message? Because it was a union issue. One of them was a union issue. Of course. But you got to see how it's morphed. It's morphed into from what it was back in those days to now, like like what... uh, Jim was just saying, it was it's mar- it's, well, it's mar- it's the agenda. It's all of the stuff that we talk about that they want Walmart to buy into. It's 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 bigger than union now. It's about <clears throat> you need to buy into what we're selling. I agree with that. I'm just saying is they fought him to come in and they're going to fight him to leave. Right now, I want to know what's how is Father Flager's protest going on and was it Evergreen, Evergreen Park? Park? How's that coming along? Right on 95th. Did it happen? It never happened. Never happened. Uh-oh. We talked about it. Bloviating. Media covered. Covered it, and then where did you go? Where were all the protesters? Because you know what? Nobody wants to protest it. They wish it was still there. The (laughs) residents are the only ones that are getting screwed out of all this. And where are they going to go? Yeah. They're going to go to Evergreen Park. And don't forget, Evergreen Park PD won't play that crap. Well, that's right. Well, (laughs) They won't play that. When you, you, here, when you decriminalize retail theft, that's what happens. You tell everybody in the neighborhood or anywhere else for that Is it 1,000 now? I don't know. I don't think they charge it. It used to be... I know we passed it. I think we made it 500. 500, yeah. It used to be 150 Correct. in the 70s. Then it went to 250. changed. Then it went to 250 or 300. To 500. Then it went to 500. And nowadays, I mean, most things you, you would get are even, you know, they're pretty expensive. But yeah. we forget that that people now run organized retail theft That's operations. Right. That's right. And so it's not it's not what Governor Pritzker talked about where it's a, a mother who has a newborn <laughs> who can't get uh, food and diapers. Um it's not that. So what happens is we don't prosecute retail theft. We don't arrest for retail theft. Walmart can't allow the security agents to do anything. Yeah. And then we're surprised when they lose tens of million dollars every year. Right. And they have to leave the community. Right. And to, to Kwame's credit, 
he 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 was a big part of that um, um, retail theft because uh, they have they have like a, a, a committee or, or right. A, they worked on an organized crime organized crime unit, yeah, crime unit or issue a, a, to change it because the dynamics have changed. But the messaging is always for the poor person who can't make it. It's about equity. It's not about equity. It's about criminal behavior. Hey, um, Rich Porter, uh, he sent me an article that he wrote, and he has something in there that I thought was just amazing. I'm actually, I got it on the shirt. I don't know when I'm going to release it. Equity is the midwife of tyranny, and I believe that with every fiber in me because we try to equate equity and equality. Big difference. Uh, Mary Don, I apologize. I promise you, when we come back from break, we'll, you'll be the first ones we take. We'll be right back. Now return to Black and Bright on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Bright, because Hoff Daddy going to yell at me. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker and the prosecutor, prosecuting away. All right, I got to go to the phone line because I told Mary and Don I'll take them. Mary from Evanston, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, you there. I can hear you. Yes. Yes. Yes, just quickly because you have other people. I'm from Bridgeport, uh, 1910. My grandparents from Calabria, Italy bought that house. Just to tell you, I know Bridgeport. I know the South Side. My, my, this is it. Lightfoot and Johnson do not want to give a negative name to these children, quote, out there. Now, I would love to know, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. How are they raising their children? Uh-oh. Are they permissive with their children? There's permissiveness going on outside there. That's a good question. How, how how do they raise their kids? I'm, I'm I'm sure. Well, I'm sure they don't go to any of the public schools. If it is a public school, it's a magnet school or a private school. You know. But they would not. They would not give it. They they would be. I'm sure that they would not be permissive with their children. No. I'm almost sure of that. No, that's a good question. Thanks so much for calling us, Mary. Let's go to Don from Naperville. Don, welcome back to Black and Right. Yeah, the the concern about Walmart closing is that you're always concerned about commercial closing because then that tax burden is going to go on to the yep. residents. So I mean, even the the Plainfield and um, Plainfield, uh, the Walmart and Plainfield North is closed. It's really sad to see, to be honest with you. But my my point, the reason why I was calling, is I really feel like people have split personalities when they vote, right? I know as a real estate agent, there are so many agents that I know of that maybe like they they lean left, but they and they couldn't stand Trump. But they would tell me privately, oh, my gosh, if, if, if Biden gets in, we don't know what's going to happen with the economy. So people, you know, have split personalities and they ultimately vote with their conviction. Yeah. But we always kind of forget that Ronald Reagan started out as a very liberal Democrat. Yeah. Right? It's not like it's anything new. He'd be establishment, too, today. <laughs> he would be he would not be a conservative today based upon how I'm it's defined. for Don. Go ahead. Dawn, my wife is a realtor. Uh, she is at Caldwell Banker out of Hinsdale. She's been talking to clients about the new Joe Biden rule about those that are under 680, the credit score, paying less for their um, mortgage fees, and, and others who have better credit scores paying more. Have you got any calls about that? Well, I know about it. It's, it's going to be. Wait, wait, wait. Let her answer. Let her okay. Well, unfortunately, that's always been the case. I mean, the, you know, because you're higher risk to the bank. Um, but the, the, the scarier thing is, is really with, with the supply and the demand of what's happening. 
right? The demand has been so small that the prices are rising and it's really closing in on the affordability of what the buyers can afford. And this is exactly what I'm talking about is you've got to, inflation does not, you're not going to cure inflation in regards to raising interest rates. So that's what they did. And that was the sole focus. And what did it do? It just made demand higher. And then because you're raising the interest rate, those buyers that could afford maybe 300,000, maybe now they can afford 200,000. So you're all, you're the one creating the housing crisis. You're the one that's hurting the poor. And that's the point. I mean, at the end of the day, it, 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 I mean, every, most people who know me know I call about special education. Yeah. I know a lot of left-winging moms. They can't, and they all have one common denominator. Special education sucks. Yeah. It, it, it sucks. So, you know, it, it, business-wise, typically left-winging views and their policies hurt the poor. They hurt the most vulnerable. They hurt the disabled. And that's the reality. So at the end of the day, I think it was, um, I can't remember its name, but it, you know, you're, really you're not voting for, for, you're voting on programs. You're voting on what you feel is, is successful and what's not successful. And that's, there's data to support that. I, I don't really know, know what other, where the, the debate is, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, okay. Now you are right. Thanks so much for coming. You're right. Uh, Don is right on two issues. It will be housing crisis part two, and you're voting on programs. It's designed. This is the way Joe Biden, Joe Biden or whoever's around him designed it. People with bad credit scores will be uplifted by people with good credit scores, so they will be able to buy homes. Right. That's equity. That's equity. We all, it's social. And, and, we and, all have and, the same and credit inclusion. score. It's equity and inclusion at the same right. time. But that's the way he designed it. See, people are getting into interest rates and all that has nothing to, that doesn't factor into his thought process it's if you have but a it seven, it. if you have a 700 it, it it affects it but that doesn't factor into what they're thinking you got a 700 or a 680 credit score this person down here has a 560 and he's just like right away from a 580 where he could buy a house or a 600 your credit score they're going to take from it to give to that person so they can so they can be included in the process it was that is mix, just as simple as that it was a mistake when george bush, bush? did it it's now a mistake when Biden's doing it. This is all about elections. Let's no, get it back Bill, to what, it was Bill Clinton that did no, it. No, Bush, Bush did it. Not been, no, the, the Community Reinvestment Act was started by Jimmy Carter. It was a brainchild of Jesse Jackson's, and right. then it was expanded upon under the Clinton administration. Don't forget, Bush was trying to push home ownership yeah. for people who really couldn't. Couldn't afford the it. The economy was going great. And, oh, what happened in 08 and 09? Yeah, crash. Double-digit uh, unemployment. Uh, home values went down. Taxes didn't. And it's the same circumstance that we're kind of at that precipice Stop market right went now. up, though. Stop market's <laughs> up. But just remember, if you do the right thing, you're punished. Yeah. So and you want to talk about equity, John. I, I look forward to sharing in the equity of other people's law firms without having to do anything for it. That's right. That's what equity is all <laughs> yeah. about. You're an equity partner in a, in a firm, real estate, accounting, law, uh, real estate. I just want yeah. a part of it. Wait a minute, you don't. It's equity. But, but, I want equity for life. What about what I, about the disadvantage? You weren't disadvantaged. What is, what is that? If, yes, I was oh, disadvantaged. I didn't want to hear about what's disadvantaged. Right, hold on, hold on, guys. Oh, that's why I said equity is is the midwife of tyranny. That's what, that's where it it births it brings tyranny into existence. Um, Robert Dominic, I'm gonna take you guys when I get, we get back from the break. We'll be right back. This show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony 
on AM 560. The answer. Maybe I'm foolish. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker and the uh, the prosecutor. Looks like uh, hour two is going to be something else because the prosecutor and, and and that was just a just a sneak preview of what's coming up in hour two. <laughs> You guys are gonna go ahead, but before you before we go, I gotta take get these. Uh, let me clear the lines. Let's go to Robert from Bloomingdale. Welcome back to Black and Right. Hey guys, how you doing? How's it going? Well, you know what you were talking earlier about Walmart and all that stuff. The bottom line is, you know, if there's high slippage in these stores, so not, and then the bottom line is they're not making the retail values, and they're going to be cutting people and land and shutting down stores. That's just the bottom line of it, and then. Well, I want to call and say also is that this is getting scary in Chicago with these flash mobs going out and terrorizing people on Magnificent Mile. And the mayor now, the new mayor, better get with the program and not um, worry about having a security guard and a um, social worker coming out to make homicide calls because this is getting really bad. You, you should you should have called about that in the second hour, but I'm going to go back to your first point. About Walmart, if you are a Fortune 500 uh, company and you got billions and billions of dollars, why can't you help? Why no. can't you? Why, why, why can't you help the community? In, wait, time out. Wait, time out. You're not in business to help the, to, to do that. You're in business for profit. That's right. If they You're let you, money. if they let oh, you, in, if you, if they let you do business in that community, you're supposed to give back to that community. They do. It's called taxes, Verlon. I know you forgot about that. Corporate taxes, Shh. income tax, real estate tax. Huff Daddy, I want you to come on, on come on, and, and say what you just said in my ear. Oh, okay. You know, it's I think, all about the stockholders. There we go. That's what that's what Huff Daddy just said in my ear. They have well, a fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders. Oh, that's equity, though. Yeah. Works. It's yeah. equity. You all don't care. You don't want to help. Those are the those are oh, the words. Come on, you got to help yourself. You got to you got to go out and help yourself find a job. You can't depend on the government Ever. to do it for you, my friend. God if helps you, those who help if, themselves, Verlon. If you see someone in need, you're supposed to lift them up. Oh. It's called a safety net. You don't want to be part of the safety you get net. A job. No. You get a job out there. Uh, yeah. They give you a job. You're supposed to do your job. You got. You got. These companies are out to make the dollar. The, the bottom line is to make a dollar, and they hire people. That's how the economy works. We have one job. Employ people, people, <laughs> and people work. And um, the company makes money. The investors make money. Everybody makes money. That's how the American co- economy works. Robert, the, I agree with you, but see, that's an old school way of thinking. Yeah. You and I were raised that way. We're all raised that way. Not now. Now we go to college. We learn that everybody else owes us something, and and like Verlon Thanks, wants Robert. socialism everywhere, equity for everybody. Uh, Walmart owes everybody something. Right. Now let's go back. Let me let me clear the lines. Dominic from Chicago, pace bus driver. Hey John, John, what's up, buddy? Hey, hey man, listen, I'm listening to your show right now, and my mind is just like flying all over the place. <laughs> Let me tell you something about these people talking about corporate America and how they pay all these taxes. That's a crock. Because yeah. I'll tell you something, and I'm sure you know this. With Walmart, if you want to sell your product in Walmart, you have to have your drivers load their their shelves. Is that correct? That I don't know. I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not, yeah, no, I'm not no, no, no. I'm oh, in no, the no, union. No, no. Oh, hold yeah, on yeah, a second. Yeah, you do. You hold do. on a second. 
Let me tell you something, okay? I'm in local 730, uh, 731 right now. I used to be in local 710, Teamsters Union. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. I used to work at the airport. I'm not going to tell you on radio what I used to do because I was there for the whole Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, I don't want to put myself out there, but what I'm trying to say is that this is all a crock of baloney, and it's all because of corporate America and the Teamsters and the Democrats all get together, and they they destroy our country. That's true. Dominic, Union, Chicago, thank you. Hour two coming up next. Don't go anywhere. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in Welcome back. Hour two of Black and Red Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. If you missed that first hour, head over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast. Uh, while you're at it, why don't you go and follow me on all the social media platforms? Head over to www.blackandrightradio.com. Pick up some of the merch that I've started to create. I got one of the shirts on right now. Uh, before we get into the 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 wang dang doodle of um, uh, a lot of these um, shootings that are, that have occurred over the past week and week and a half, um, th- what, what you know, Dennis, you just said when as I walked in the door, you said I'm part, I'm complicit in part of it, and you know, one of the things that I I, I listen, I'm not one of these people that want to get rid of what so called the so called establishment or the rhinos. No, I want to figure out how we because Ronald Reagan got it. Um, he understood the eighty twenty principle or eighty twenty. Oh, he was a Democrat too. He started I, I, out as a Democrat. I, I want to point it out to everybody who loves Ronald Reagan. Right, he's a Democrat. Yeah, he was Donald Trump, Democrat. Democrat right, yeah. who became Republican. Right. Okay. Right. I want to make sure we're keeping the score correctly here. Yeah. But I want to take. We're on, losing though because because we, don't we hate the Republican it. Party because we don't like the leadership. We don't like anybody in it. We're all going to stay home. I am telling you, I've seen numbers. In the local election in DuPage County, John. Yeah. And they are terrible. Right. So every time Republicans stay home and complain about the whoever the county chairman is or your township chairman or the state chairman, that doesn't mean I, I, I like these people or agree with them. Right. I told Verlon at the break, I have never in my entire life ever heard one Democrat at any level from dog catcher to appointed office to president of the United States ever speak ill of the Democratic Party. They don't. They will privately. Yeah. They'll never take to a microphone or a show and talk about it. We have no problem airing right. our dirty laundry That's out. That's true. We need to stand together. You may not like the candidate, but they're going to be a hell of a lot better than whatever Democrat's going to show up. Right. And the Democrats are w- willing to work with people like me in DuPage County now because they know I'm not afraid to work with other people. It doesn't challenge my Republican values or beliefs or how I was privileged like for line because he knows 
He knows. Well, Phil called you privileged too. Oh, he did too. Yeah. Well, hold on. He Maybe wants, they, he wants uh, to hear about your disadvantages. He does. Yeah. He's on the line. Oh, too. He is. <laughs> Phil, hold on a second. How do you know anything about me? How do you know anything about? <laughs> me? Ask me that question. I don't yeah, have I don't. to. You already know. You can read my mind. I'm the Caucasian whisperer. That's right. <laughs> I, I don't. Hey, even, I don't. I understand. didn't make it up. A call and said I'm the you Caucasian you whisperer. And Phil, Phil wants to know how I was disadvantaged. Really, Phil? I love when people want to ask me about it. My father used to be in a union. He would work two days a week because that was the most he could work in the 1970s. I remember struggling, parents fighting over making mortgage payments and barely keeping above water. But you know what, Phil? It's okay. Uh, He was a Democrat. Nobody came to save us, but it's okay. You guys know everything about me. You don't know about how my parents struggled to keep us, our family, above water. You don't, it doesn't matter to you. I'm a white attorney, which means I'm privileged, which means I came from wealth. Everything I have, I have stood on the shoulders of my relatives to get to. Mm. And it took us generations to get here. And, but you know what? Take a shot. Go ahead. I don't back down from Democrats. I don't back down from opposition. I don't back. But you don't. Nobody knows anything about me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going on a riff right now. You don't. <laughs> you damn you, right you, you oh, do God. not. You do not understand that Ugh. that door that we have to kick open that's closed to us is open to you. Even if you did come from some kind of a situation where it was a little hard, it's not as hard as wait. What black people out. have to go time through. Out. What door is shut? Shut for black people. You don't understand no, the no, mental no. door. What? You don't understand that mental door and that door that's closed into in your face Monica, that you have to kick open. Monica, listen, I do understand. Karen. I do understand. You know what I'm saying. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, what door? That's what, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Phil there, can explain it better no, no, than me. I, you know, is this your phone, bro? Yeah, it's my phone, bro. <laughs> right. There is no door that keeps black people from production, from producing. You just don't me. understand. How I don't? I'm black. Oh, I remember. Ish. I remember. Didn't, uh, didn't there was a, there was a rapper who was on a show. He said, "Kids just don't understand." Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That was uh, 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 Will Smith. Will Smith, right? What yeah. did he do? Fresh Prince. Yeah, he worked harder. Making did, twenty million he, a year. And then he a movie. Smacked a brother right on TV. He sure did. <laughs> Kept talking about his wife. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, you. So, okay, let's let's get, let's clear I the lines. I want Phil to come in and tell me about I my am, privilege. Let me let me clear the lines with Bob and Kip, and then we'll get to um, Phil. Bob from Buffalo Grove. What's up, buddy? Uh, good to talk to you. Um, I've been trying to get through to Sean, uh, to Sean and also to Dan and Amy. So uh, thanks for taking this call. Um, are we going to see 1968 again? I'm alive. I was alive then with that, that whole election. And I'm seeing inklings that it could be very similar, specifically with regards to the Democratic Party. Um Johnson was going to be reelected or not reelected, but run again, just like uh, Biden. But then out of the clear blue sky, um, Eugene McCarthy steps forward to challenge him. And in the New, New Hampshire primary, McCarthy almost wins it, knocking off Johnson. OK, then Johnson decides not to run. And then Robert Kennedy decides to enter the race. <clears throat> and he starts to make movement. Right. Johnson's out, um, and Kennedy is looking like he might take it. And then, uh, sadly, Kennedy. Come gets on, man. 
All right, uh, hey, 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 Bob, I need you to hurry up and get to the point because we got some, we got more callers on the line. I'm just wondering, are we going to see Biden get challenged in a primary? Yep. And uh, somebody coming forward to really knock him off now? His no, son is trying Kennedy Jr. No, Robert no, Kennedy Jr. No. I, I, you know what, Bob? I, I don't think you'll see somebody Thanks, real. Bob. Uh, but you're going to start getting calls because I'm sure maybe Biden has a health issue or something where they have to start moving right. things around at the convention or, or post-convention. 1968, what do we have? Riots. Riots. We, had a pa- we had a pandemic. Yeah. Right? We had, all ki- we had a lot of yeah. turmoil. So here we are, the year I was born, uh, 55 years later, look at some of the same stuff all over. History is cyclical. Yeah. So we don't know. I don't see Biden making it all the way through, but they're, they're going to clear the field wait, wait, before, before they before, hand it off. Well, huh? Before you go, um, Blexit from um, YouTube, he said it's going to be 1968 plus Summer of Love 2020. Nice. Can you imagine that? Un- until Danger. Until you see somebody that they feel can come close to Obama. Seven, until, until they find somebody that can come close to winning 74 million votes, you're not going to see anybody of substance step up to, to challenge Joe Biden. I don't... I, and you Rob, don't Rob, need one. Rob, 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 um, I don't think Michelle Obama will do it. No, I don't not, see her. I don't see her jumping in. They, they're in just the trying to they, call for her to do it, but she's not. Doing it. <laughs> they're too rich now. She's living comfortably. Yeah. I don't. I don't see her doing it. That's uh, way too much work. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Let's go to Kip, and then we'll bring on Phil. Kip from Stillman Valley. Thanks for taking my call. I love you all. Let me get right to it. Listen, we're living in the AI infrastructure of the federal government right now. If you really look at what had happened before the 2020 election, what happened before Obama was a senator in Illinois, before he won the presidency, and as a matter of fact, these same people are in charge of the White House today. Because that I, I, I'm going to go on. The president of the United States, Mr. Ten Percent, that's there right now, is not running the country. Big guy. It's it, it's everybody behind him, and it's a Democrat National Convention. It's Perkins and Coey. It's all the 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 people that were for Obama before he was the senator of Illinois. Right. And th- this is what we voted for in the country, and we're living through it right now. Everything that Obama said before he was president is, you're living it today. And to have anyone think that the the government can have any kind of control over AI, oh, just... Yeah, it scares me. Just read the paper, listen to the, the, the news, the news... And everybody has to follow what the narrative is. And thank All right, really quickly. You all, everybody really quickly. out there, thank you. All thank right. you. Thanks thank so you. much, Kip. But, 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 Dennis, when was the last time the president actually ran anything? It's, it's the administration that actually runs the president. Right. Well, we call it the deep state right. now, but it's, 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 a, it's a bureaucracy. And for all those of you who love term limits, understand that it makes the deep state and the bureaucracy even stronger. So unelected people will run everything and call all the shots. So that's what you should be more afraid of than AI. Right. I'm going to tell you like this. They keep on talking about these people they threw in the race like this Kennedy guy. They got 15%. You can't <laughs> keep putting people up that can't talk. They're not trying to beat them. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, we'll be right back. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey. Black and Right continues on AM 560. 
Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Let's go straight back to the phone lines. Rosanna from Springfield. How are you? How are you? Good. You know, I know I'm a weird bird. I'm a Latina. <laughs> no, you're not. My parents' first language was Spanish. I was a Teamster Union steward on Navy Pier. Jeez. I was an IBEW Union steward for the phone company. Um, but I was about the working man defending the working man. And that's not what unions are about anymore. Yeah. Dennis, I just want to say to you, um, I signed up for the Republican Party platform because that's what they offered me. And so that's what my pushback is about. You know, you guys talk about elections, but I haven't heard you talk too much about election integrity, which I'm involved in. The not-for-profits have made 101 ways to steal an election. That's why I believe we are not winning elections. If you knew what I knew, it would make your hair fall out, number one. But I hope and hope and I hope in God. That's why I keep on keeping on. And Verlon... Kennedy has stood up against vaccines. I have great admiration for him. He stood up against this monster at his own pearl. He did. And he is a modern day hero. He did. No, that's 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 all facts. And and you you can't dispute what he was able to do in spite of his own party telling him to shut up. Yeah, but absolutely. Thank you so much for giving us a call. Ask Willie Wilson. You have to be able to talk. Oh, God. You really? Yeah. Did you just really? Yeah, hey, I don't did. Shoot, don't shoot at my. Don't shoot a shot I'm at sorry. my. I'm sorry. I call balls and strikes. All you right. know I do. All right, now. <laughs> you call okay. balls wrong. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to step back. I'm going to introduce this caller. I'm just going to step back. Phil from Blue Island. Okay, Phil, do me one favor. Just do me one favor. Let me get this out. Because John shut me down in the first hour. I want well, because we weren't talking I, about I, I, it. All right, we are now. We started the whole first no, 20 we, minutes. No, don't say I shut you down. I, right. we, are, are we talking about it now? Okay. Okay, I thought the first hour was going to be dedicated to all the bad stuff that's been happening. Wrong. Okay, well, I was wrong, but fine. I, before I get to Jalen Walker, that brother that got shot 50 times officially by eight white police officers and got let off the hook because the no bill was returned, and for people that don't know what a no bill is, a no indictment, I want to talk about Ralph Yard, 16-year-old, 140-pound, unassuming black boy, that this 84-year-old white man looked out his window, seen him. I don't know if he shot through the door, opened the door. It's a, it's a dispute and what happened. Shot him. Didn't say, who is it? Hello? What are you doing here? Anything. And then stepped out onto the porch, shot him again. It's a miracle that boy is still alive. And I swear to God, I hope this man rots. Rots behind bars. Phil, I just wanted to set that up. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, he's 80, so, you know, he's, he's riding already. 84. Um, 84. And I think the, I think the victim was actually 14. He was 16. Um, okay. 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 A boy. At least we can, we can, um, agree on that. Uh, Mr. Revelletti, um, with all due respect, um, I know, I know what that means with all due respect. I, I already know what that term means, sir. But go ahead. Yeah. I'm about to slam you, but all with all due respect. Right. We have a different word in the legal community what that means, but I, I can't say it on the air. But go ahead. Okay. Well, well, we may have different terminologies, my, our understanding. 
Um, now, you, you, I asked the question about um, uh, your disadvantages. And I'm just curious to know, that's why I just asked the question, what type of disadvantages have you had to deal with? If, and if it wasn't your disadvantages, what about your parents or your parents' parents? What disadvantages did they have to um, uh, overcome uh, um, uh, for you to be where you are today? And if you look at the other side and to consider the disadvantages that um, uh, my ancestors had to deal with, like, like equal treat- treatments in the courtroom, in the classroom, in the labor market, at the ballot box, uh, uh, while, uh, while we were always uh, demonizing blacks seeking political clout or governmental assistance or reparations to help level the playing field. Now, I hope that wasn't too much of a mouthful, but when you talk about your disadvantages, and, and, and I talk about my disadvantages when it comes to my parents, my grandparents, and their parents, is there anywhere equal to the disadvantage that I have to face to compare to the disadvantages. When I say I, I mean my 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 family, and compared to what your family had. Well, you first of all, you you take a lot of liberty with what you where you think I come from. So you paint a broad brush. You're like Verlon. You know what white people think. You know what white people are right, come the from. Phil, let them speak. So here, how did my family come here? Well, first of all, before they came over from Europe, uh, the Nazis overran their farms and their homes. Uh, and then they had to escape all of that in World War One and, and, and before World War Two, right? So you don't know that, but you can. You can. That's a pretty easy thing to overcome. So your my ancestors just had it pretty easy, right? They had their, everything stolen from them. Then they came over to find a better life. And my grandfather, at nine years old, worked in the coal mines in Pennsylvania before he came to the back of the yards neighborhood. You know where that is, Phil, right? And he worked in slaughterhouses, right? Because at at 9 and 10 and 11 and 12, that's what kids should be doing like they are today. So he did that. Um, uh, Remember the signs that said, no Italians welcome? Do you remember that, Phil? No, you don't want to teach that part of history because your party won't even allow Italian-American History Month to be called the month of October. But that's okay because it's okay to discriminate against Italian people because we're white and it doesn't matter. I'll stand up for the Italian-American community, and I'm going to stand up for how my family came around. So then my father, who was so privileged with his five brothers and his parents in a one-bedroom apartment, on the west side, he's, oh yeah, that was living in luxury until he made it out into, into Elmhurst where he moved with my mom who was fortunate enough to be born in a family where her father, my grandfather from, uh, uh, my paternal grandfather landed at Normandy and took shrapnel fill for you and your family at the Battle of the Bulge. While my 33-year-old other grandfather was fighting in, in Japan, ready to uh, uh, assail the island of Japan, where he fought at 33 and could have taken a pass. But you know what they did? They didn't let anything stop them. They had high school educations or didn't even have high school educations. They wanted to learn English and become Americans. But that's, I guess that's, if that's privilege, then I'm guilty as charged. I was raised to work hard and to do better than the last generation and to take care of your family. If that's privilege, Phil, 
then so be it. But I will not be lectured by somebody about some general thing about ancestry. I will speak about my ancestors and how they set me up. I was the first of my family to go to college and barely John, did that. John, 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 you're not going to let him do this, are you? No, he, he's, he was making his point. Now you go ahead. Well, you continue to let him just ramble on and ramble on. Yo, can I jump in? Oh, Phil, I think you do that all the time, but go ahead. But can I jump in for I a second? I just said go, right, go right ahead, brother. All right, thank you very much. See, what I'm talking about is the systematic uh, 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 disadvantages that black people have to face, even if we fought from the freaking uh, Revolutionary War. We fought in every war in this this country. Every war. Every single war we fought in. And we still have to face, again, I'm talking about the systematic disadvantages that my family and my foreparents had to face here. Now, you're talking about everything that you all have had to go through, but you consider, I'm just asking you to consider the disadvantages and everything that my parents and my foreparents had to go through. You can't even speak to that. You speak about Italians. Oh, wow. You speak about all these other different type of races uh, of, of, of people of white race. But I'm just asking you to consider just the fact that we've had to, again, uh, uh, equal treatment in the courtroom, classroom, labor market, ballot box, just those to name a few. That's all I'm saying. If you can compare what you all had to go through as far as this, who's family. you all? I don't know what that even means. Well, I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking white about, people. I'm talking about all non black, uh, people. black people. Does that mean Latinos then too? Uh, yeah. If yeah. Latinos can today uh, put on there as far as white Mexicans and they can vote and they can live next to oh, oh, Phil. Phil, hold the line. Because I'm sure Valon has something to say about that. And Valon set you up on a whole totally different topic, and you went left. You just ignored Valon's point. <laughs> Valon just, Valon, you just threw your hands up in the air, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Black and White Radio. Uh, Blexit, uh, Valon has issues with a lot of people. And Willie Wilson, I have no idea what he has with him. Uh, maybe Valon can tell us. We'll be right back. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker, Belon Galloway, prosecutor Dennis Revelletti, joining us by phone, Phil from Blue Island, conservatives just don't understand. John, John. all right, listen, listen. We've got way off topic, and I got two other cases and an overall summary that I want to get to. And Phil, so, Phil ignored you. I understand. I want to, because these people aren't being done justice, and I'm trying to give them some justice. This young 16-year-old black boy that got blew away by this 84-year-old white man for no reason at all, but ringing the wrong doorbell, he was on a 115th and Terrence, which you can mix that up easily, Avenue, Street, you know, or, or place. And he went, trying to pick wait, up wait, his wait, two. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about Ralph Yarrow. Wait, that's the guy that was shot in a in a in a rural area. He, it, no, he was in he was in Ohio. It, right, it was rural. It wasn't a city. No, it was, rural. it was it was blocks. It wasn't rural like that. The the, the white couple that I'm going to get to got shot in a rural area. Okay, now, but this this sixteen uh, year old boy, he j- he was going to pick up his twin brothers. He was on the wrong block. All he did was ring the doorbell. The man didn't say who is it, who are you, whatever. The man whether he opened the door, or shot through the door. He shot shot him in the head. 
Then he walked out here, shot him in the arm, and said, don't come around here. So I don't know what he meant by that. Maybe because his only crime was being black, and the man shot him, and okay, it was okay. racist. Now, I'm, I'm confused now. So this is the 84-year-old guy that shot the 16-year-old, right? Yes. Okay, he shot through the door. Did you read any of the... Um, so um, there was a statement given to the police by... Um, what's his name? Lester? It wasn't that his name? No, this happened in Kansas City. Kansas City, Milan. That's right, what happened. Right. Andrew right. Lester is the shooter. Right. Or the homeowner. So according to a probable cause statement, uh, Lester told investigators he was scared to death by Yarl's size and his inability to defend himself at age 84. He told investigators he was in bed when he heard his, his doorbell ring and grabbed a handgun before he answered the door. Uh, Lester said he believed someone was attempting to break in his house and shot him through an exterior storm door within a few seconds of opening the main door of police detective rights in the court document. That's what Lester said. And he stepped out. It's been the reports, and he has the proof in his body that the man stepped out on the porch and shot him again. He had to scurry off to another neighbor. Those neighbors was weary, too, but they made him wait until they called police, and that's what, and that's how it all happened. The, okay, wait, 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 wait. So he was shot twice, right? He was shot twice. Okay, according to the victim... He stated that the male inside took a long time, but finally opened the door holding a firearm. He stated he was immediately shot in the head and fell right. to the ground. Right. Ralph was shot twice with bullets striking him in the left forehead and right arm. So I don't see anywhere where it was reported that he stepped back outside and shot him again. Okay, well. Who, who, who reported that? Entertainment Tonight and a few other play, a few other uh, news feeds that I saw. CNN said the same thing. I watched every news feed that would talk about it, and they said that. So either way it goes, stand your ground does not apply to this 84-year-old white man. He saw that little boy, and he was not assuming in big. He tried to say that he was breaking into have his house. A, Did you, you hear that? Did you hear that, too? He was. The, yeah, I saw pictures of that little but boy. But do you know why he said that? Because he he uh, Lester reported. Remember, remember. Totality of listen. I don't. I don't. I look at the totality of the circumstances. I don't care what color the person is. I as as, as somebody who's in law in former law enforcement. I look at the totality of the circumstances. The color doesn't. I. I don't look at the color. That eighty-four year old white man saw color, and he shot shot him. Tried to lie and say he was breaking into his house, which no evidence of the police looked. There was no evidence he was breaking into his house. It was right. stupid. Right. Right. Vilan. He lied. Vilan, were you there? Hey, I wait, wait, wait. Did, did you see the scene as he as because as as a responding officer, I'm going to look at everything. I'm going to look at lighting. I'm, this this matters. Remember, totality of the he circumstances. Lied. He was not trying to break How into his house. He was trying he to lied. pick up his two twin brothers, and he went to the wrong house. It, it's easy to see 115th and Terrence, whether it was Avenue Place or Street. It was just a mistake. He rung the wrong doorbell. The man didn't say nothing to him. He just tried to blow him away. It's just that simple. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care about no lighting. He no, saw no, no. a black man on the porch. <laughs> oh, God. Go ahead. Well, on this show, I've been accused of, simply as a former prosecutor, going to work every day is to lock up uh, black and, and brown people. Uh, but again, that being totally untrue, um, and I can't wait to talk about the shooting uh, in North Carolina where the black man shot the six-year-old yeah, a girl. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk that. about that. Yeah, we are going to talk about it. Um, so everybody has to rush to judgment, right? right? Yeah. So the media talked about the fact that Ralph Yarl, who, of course, nobody wants him shot. Nobody wants that to happen. But these these circumstances happen. He rings a doorbell. He pu- allegedly pulls the door. I'm not there, nor were you. That's the point. 
And so the media said he just simply rang the doorbell and the shots go out, which is terrible. That's murder. Now we have to wait for the grand jury and the evidence and the testimony before we rush to judgment. Every time we rush to judgment, we have failures. Yeah, we do. And that's how you get wrongful convictions. Yep. That's how you get problems. That's how the system fails. But because we have 24-7 media, we need to arrest people immediately. And Vilan and Phil, you both get to respond to what Dennis just said when we get back for the break. Um, I'm telling you, Vilan, you can't you can't say this was about race. You weren't there. We don't know all the evidence. We don't know the... I mean, how do you know you could even see as he came to the door? How do you know what the lighting is? We don't. We'll find out. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Okay, I got to talk about what just happened. Now, y'all, Steve Vilan, during the break, said that he could see someone. He, he could see. He could see. Wait, what did you say, Vilan? You could see white no, people no, in the dark. No, when I, no, when say I, what you I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say what I said. See white I'm people say, better. I, that's what I said. You can see a white person better in the dark than a black, uh, a, a, a little black boy, because the boy is yeah. dark. Okay, now, that's what I said. Okay, and then when 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 George <laughs> stepped into the dark hallway, I looked. You could barely see him. I could. I could kind of see him. Not, kinda. I, Kinda, but better than a dark person. I wouldn't have saw anybody Counselor? dark. What does the word counselor do in, in, in the court of law? Well, we don't we don't take this conjecture yeah. by you, sir. Okay. And you've impeached yourself now mm-hmm. because you you thought what you saw is not what you saw. That's okay. the point of that's the point. And so we have to go back in time, frame by frame, which is how all the Monday morning quarterbacks in these in these shooting cases come to it just like the officer with adam toledo oh he dropped it then you shot him it wasn't like he was sitting there dropping the gun right. and, and three minutes later he milliseconds shot him. right right so we have to understand what the lighting was like that day where this uh 84 uh, year old 84 years old he came what he heard how he was Proceed. was his actions reasonable <clears throat> was it because again self-defense is based on reasonable belief of, of receiving a, a, a battery a, a, a that would grave injury or death. So we had to put all those things together before we rushed to judgment who, or in Kansas City who, simply indict who, somebody who, right away because the media is on Who ascertains an alarm by just opening the door and shooting somebody without saying... That's not how it went. Hello? He, he, he didn't say a word anyway. Listen, we both did too much talking. I won't feel yeah, to go ahead, ahead and respond. Bring Phil back. Yeah, He's on. Okay, well, uh, uh, it begs the question, right? Uh, he's 80-something years old, and I'm almost, I'm going to ask Reverend Liddy, Um I don't know if you were ever told this, and I'm not making an assumption. I'm just asking the question. Were you ever told that black men or black boys were dangerous? Just growing up. No. When you were younger. Okay. Do you believe that some white people have been telling their children or, or, or offspring something similar to that? Here, I'm not going to get into into that as to what I think other people may tell somebody. Yeah. Do you want me? That, I'm not going to speculate onto that. Next, Why? That's the conversation. You're asking me a question I can answer for myself. So okay, you say no. 
I'm, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take that and just assume. Not not personally. Right, you're going to assume. Okay. But brother, no, no, wait a minute. Let me finish. Come on, I'm not cutting you off. I'm just saying that it's not a uh, it's not a surprise that some white people tell their children to be afraid of black men, especially black boys. And so this 87 year old man, if I'm understanding it correctly, was I guess he was robbed before <laughs> home invasion. Well, that's what he said. Right. And so he was already in fear. And so this time he just came to. So, again, in this incident, he was wrong for shooting this little boy. I mean, he, he's right. not just a little thug, right? He wasn't his pants hanging off. He well, this guy didn't know this. This guy didn't know this. That's the point, guys. The motive is not there for you. Wait, the motive is not there for what you guys are trying to build. No, no, this no. was racial. Well, let me finish my point. Now, if he came in looking like a thug, I would understand that. What does that even like, mean? Pants hanging okay. off, maybe bandana. But, but right. this guy is an accomplished musician. He's a good son. He's get, pick, picking up his twin brothers. He's a responsible young man. And he did not deserve Did the homeowner know that? Not. Right. I'm no. Right. Philip. And from the and from the appearance of his parents, okay. he's an immigrant. They, I don't know what type of immigrant, African or Jamaican or whatever, but he sounds like a, a one of the immigrant community that we welcome here. We want to come here that does all the right things and and prospers uh, in the American dream. Oh, God, he, he, yeah. So you know, you, you can believe what you want, but I got common sense, and common sense tells me the man. And I and I have an overall yeah. point, Dennis, that I'm going to get. Wait, wait, to time out, time out. You that. you can have common sense, but there's a reasonable standard too. That there's a reasonable standard too here, as well. So, well, John, make your point because huh? you're not making it very well. I, what, what? What? Because because make I've, your point. You're defending this white man, so make it defensible. Can, can somebody tell me what? Wait, so wait, so what Phil, can I ask you a question? Phil? You know, I do criminal defense work, and I have black clients and I have Latino I clients. I so I defend all of them the same. You know that, right? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you assume I don't. I don't treat I any of my clients different. You would hope okay. I would. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I'm defending, Phil. Due process. Okay. Due process is on the line here. And and and, and if yeah. if you anybody that's been listening to this show, when these type of incidents happen, I defend due process. I don't listen. If he if he's if he's found guilty, listen. I'm not losing any, any sleep over this. But what I want to defend, and what and what this country is failing to understand, is due process. That's that's that dude. Dude, we ever lose that. You, you you want due process for black people, but you don't want due process for somebody else. That's foolish That's and asinine. You, I want due process for everybody. You do but not. Just been, this man is guilty. Wait a second, Phil. Didn't you, not, didn't you just say that John was sticking up for the white guy? What does that even mean? It, it, it seems like, listen, listen for a second. I want to answer. It seems like every time a case like this, and I'm sure Verline would agree with me, that it seems like John tends to lead towards law enforcement, Yeah, I do. And I'm not going to lie there. Yes, I do. I unapologetically defend law enforcement. I I am am unapologetic. Homeowners with guns. I don't know if he leans towards homeowners with guns. I think everybody has the right to defend themselves. But I'll tell you this, Phil, as somebody who ran a grand jury and appeared in front of a grand jury on thousands of cases, I presented law enforcement to testify. I presented lay witnesses to testify. And I let the 23 people from Will County listen to the evidence and let them make decisions. There was enough information to go forward. All right. We got to go. Phil, thanks so much for joining us this week, brother. 
appreciate your your perspective. You're listening to Black and Right Radio. I will defend cops first. You right. Bye. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I need a 120 life. Damn, Prof. Sean, Sean Thompson, I know you listening. You need to have your 120 life sent here so I can uh, take it. Only thing, <laughs> you only thing, there's Sean, nothing and like it. The only thing Sean's going to give you is a cigar. He's not going to buy any 120 life. I, know, I, they, I believe they sponsor him now. They do? I think I heard him talking about it. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. Okay. But look, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I give cops benefit of the doubt. First of all, I was one. I understand the job. I understand what it's like to be in the heat of the moment, having to make split second decisions. I understand that there's an attack on, on law enforcement like they've never seen before. And you know what? I will take I will look to see a case and I'm going to believe what the cop says initially. I will. I, 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 you know what? I, I make no apologies about that until you've been in that position and, and, and have to make those split second. There's no other profession. Name another profession where you have to make a split second decision. Wait, no, time out. I'm, I'm not, this is my floor right now. No, time out. No. Name another profession where you have to, you have to make a split second decision and, and, and you have to be judge, jury, executioner, um, um, teacher, uh, um, therapist, everything at that one moment. I will I will continue to support the men and women in blue. And and guess what? I don't care. And when they're wrong, I'll call them out like I've always done. Hold on, hold on, man. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you director. I'll give you <laughs> I'll, I'm sorry, what did you say, Hop Daddy? I said NASA flight director. Right. I, I when they're wrong, I call them out. I have no problem calling bad policing out. Good cops hate bad cops. That's a fact. I know it. I've seen cops who who've 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 reported just because you don't know about it. There, I've seen cops report. I've reported on a bad cop. It happens. We don't let that out because that's a blue line. Oh yeah, we know. Because about that. guess what? And guess what? It's a strong line, and it's, it's a line that a lot of people can't even will, will never ever be able to stand on. Because you'll never understand, you'll be, until you've been there, you'll never understand it. Now, go ahead. Okay, let me hurry up and say it. Well, since you went back to this, because you signed off with Phil this way as far as defending cops, a no indictment was returned on the eight white police officers that shot Jalen Rose 50 times. Now, I understand that the man took one shot at him before the chase happened, but they chased him for about a block. They knew he did not have a weapon on him. It was not a split decision like you're saying right now. And the man was officially shot 50 times. How many times do you have to shoot somebody before you know he's down and out? They still didn't release the evidence if they stood over him and shot him. I doubt that he was running for a block with 50 bullets in him. I still want to see the evidence. Did they stand on top of him and and take his life? Life and snuff his life out. They let these eight white cops off the hook. They wait, let wait, 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 wait. I love how you discounted and threw away. He might have shot at them right before. No, he got I said out he did. I that's understand everything. He did shoot that's at him everything. once. That, that's everything to a cop. Tunnel vision kicks in. That's a real thing. Uh, no, 
Okay. You ever been there? You ever been in a situation where you've had to chase somebody's blind? No. You ever, wait, have you ever been in a situation where you had to pull your weapon no. out? No. Have you ever been in a situation where you put your finger on the trigger? No. Who's getting ready to pull? No. No. You asked Counselor? me a question. I've been in circumstances where I had to review all that stuff and make decisions based on what police officers did and interview police officers and interview lay witnesses. But in emotion which both of you are, are talking about, John is going to defend the people that he served with and will do that to his dying day. In Verlon, you have a point where you'll simply defend the complete other side. But now, let's get to hour three, mm-hmm. where we dissect some of this stuff. We take the emotion out of right. it. Talk about facts Correct. and circumstances, not what the media tells us to think about. And, and remember... Eight cops, 16 in the in, in the mag, one in the chamber. Eight cops. That's a lot of rounds going down range. We'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. If you missed that first and second hour, especially that second hour, head over to 560theanswer.com. Download the podcast so that you can listen to it at a later time. You don't have to worry about any of the commercials. Um, also, share the feed, share the lives as we're on Facebook, Rumble, and YouTube. Uh, Rumble is starting to really grow uh, on that channel, so please go and, and like it. I hate that I don't have my old YouTube account because I had to start over. So it's called Black and Right Radio 2.0 on YouTube. And we're also always on Facebook as well. Um, all right. Rebel Lady, you wanted to go into the process, the the, the technical, um, as, as it pertains to a lot of these, these, these shootings. And um, go ahead. Right. Well, the Constitution requires that a process be followed, which is there's a shooting. And as we saw in Kansas City, we'll talk about some other ones, that this homeowner shot an individual, a, a young black child, uh, 13 years old or so. 16. 16. 16. Shoots them. Police respond. They now have to figure out what happened. And in Missouri, it's 24 hours to make a decision on charging, Correct. where Illinois is 48 hours. Right. Mm-hmm. So now the clock is ticking from the time they get called to decide if they're going to arrest the person or not without a warrant. So everybody's in a big rush. And now, because the the victim is black and the shooter is white, the media is all over it. Uh, I'll, I want to talk about at some point here the shooting in North Carolina where the shooter was black, the, the six-month-old, and, and the parents are white. Why is that treated differently than anything else? Because, again, a child was shot, and this all happened back to back to back. So the process should be the same, no matter if it's North Carolina, no matter if the prosecutor is white, and the suspect is black or vice versa, um, and the police officers, doesn't matter what their backgrounds are, 
But I want to lend that into you, Verlon, well, because wait, let him finish. you okay. spent a lot of time talking about shootings where a white person shoots a black person. Now let's talk about the reverse okay. roles of it. Okay. Well, listen, in different states, there's different laws. I don't know uh, how long they have in Carolina to charge somebody with the crime. But at, at the same time, this guy went straight on the run. So he had a warrant issued out to him for him anyway. They found him down in Florida. He got charged. I'm sorry, so, it's a six-year-old. So I wanna, it's a six-year-old that was shot. Right, a six-year-old and a, a parent. A ball rolled on this very, man's stupid. lawn. It was it's very stupid. He opens up fire on the family. Yeah, he, he might have been racist too. But I want to tell you, I want to talk about, we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk, man, we're going to talk about a Hispanic don't guy. Skirt, don't skirt. Oh, no, 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 no. But I want to go into an issue that white people don't talk about. White on white crime. Now, it was this young couple and a friend in a rural area. We've all been lost before. And they drove into this guy's driveway, which looks like a road. Till they got almost up to his house. They didn't even get to his house. They didn't ring his doorbell. They didn't do nothing. This 65-year-old white guy came outside, starts blasting at the at the boyfriend and girlfriend, kills the young lady. This is white on white crime. 65-year-old dude, all wound up, killed this beautiful young woman. And nobody really wanted to talk about it in the media. I think one one outlet this that I saw on, on TV. And this it's is white, right. White. But, white, but, but the thing about it is no host talked about it, no radio host. They don't want to talk about white on white crime. It doesn't fit the narrative, right? And then, and then I want to go to I, w- I want to talk about all three of these subjects. Okay, I want to go to the next subject. This beautiful Mariah Carey looking cheerleader walked up to the wrong car, opened the door, and saw it wasn't her ride, and said, "Oh, I'm sorry." Went to walk away. Hispanic man gets out of the car, not shoot from in the car, gets out of the car and guns the girl down. It's a miracle she's not dead. You want, you and this know, was in Texas, right? Yeah, and this was in Texas. You know, and he shot two Chile. Was it Austin? Well, the other the other girl got grazed because I seen her talking to the class and and let the class know that she was still alive, and everybody cheered. So you know, and then this is this is a, a Hispanic dude shooting a interracial woman. Yeah. All right, but does that fit the narrative? Well, this was talked about. This woman was popular. The, the father wants to kill somebody, uh, I, which I would understand, right? You know, and then and then to go into Dennis's point of this black man shooting a kid for a ball, and then shoots the parents that comes out to help the kid. And everybody survived, right? Everybody survived. This guy took off. I don't know what his problem was. I don't know if he was hopped up on drugs or he was wound up. But he because he's not an old man. He's a young guy. So I don't know what his problem was. Then you got. All of the, the the black teens that went downtown to riot, and the ones that went for a they smash. They all teens. What they they, they uh, Dennis looked it up. They were from <clears throat> eight to ten to twelve to fourteen to sixteen to eighteen. It was. Oh, you all, saw people older than that there. Yeah, okay, they were. Yeah, they were. It was all all ages. And then you have in California smash and grab. So you you you've got all of this violence, and this is my overall point before Dennis starts talking. America has become too violent. It's more violent than I've ever seen. It used to be restricted to certain areas. Now it has spilled over into all of America, and we're getting the taste of what of what America has become. It, everybody's all wound up, and I'm going to give you a, 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 a solution, a summary of what I believe. Number one, I, believe, I blame it on Democrats, not the Republicans, because Republicans are always on defense. The Democrats, for every so-called mass shooting, they deem a mass shooting, they blow it up. They lay into it. 
all day. Then you have the TV talkers on both sides, Democrats and Republicans, with inflammatory language all day long. And yes, talk radio, we have hosts that are inflammatory to the to the first power. You got people like uh, uh, Mark Levin. I've listened to him for years. I know he get he goes there. Good luck. You you have you, you have a uh, uh, Michael Savage. He's he's one, he's one that's just you know off the chain. You have talk show talk show hosts on radio that can influence people. So I'm gonna go. I'm on a circle all the way. Wait, back. wait, time out. No, I, wait, hold on. I don't I don't think it's new. And here's the reason why I don't think it's new. I think it's just now being reported on. And here's the reason why. There are more white people in prisons, Milan. Nobody wants to talk about that, though. No. There. What? No, it's more. I think. There, more, no, no, no. There are black more people white in people in prison per population. Yes. No. Yes. I don't, yes. So. I don't yes. think so. I, I've heard this report. It's more if the uh, due to our number of being close to thirteen percent. Is Dennis is looking Milan, it up. It's, Dennis it's, is looking it up right now. It's more right. black people in prison. Compared to whites, but I, but let me d- d- don't throw me off. I'm gonna forget. No, no, no. Time, wait, no, I wasn't done. Wasn't done, wasn't done with my, you, you, y'all filibustering the time. Let no, me talk. Now. Okay, I Come just on. what? No, he he is filibustering. Yeah, but he's right. Here's what happens when you defund the police, and the justice system never gets to operate like it used to. Now people will take justice into their own hands, and they'll dispense what they think is justice. Right. I could never understand why somebody would shoot a six year old on their yard. I can understand why an 84-year-old man might be scared of somebody at their door. Uh, I don't understand why somebody would get out of their car and start shooting, even if it is their car. It's a piece of property. But, again, each circumstance needs to be looked at not in the frame of reference of race. It needs to be looked at as the crime that was occurring or alleged circumstances around, is there a crime or not? But we don't look at that because the only thing we're ever interested in nowadays is race. It's race. That's it. And race is used to decide everything. That's but, it. But let me circle back to the 84-year-old white guy that shot this uh, 16-year-old. You don't know what he's been listening to or watching point. on TV. You don't know why he's wound up. He's Everybody's so wound up that you sit. Listen, I was I called in the Sean Thompson show one day, and I was on 79th in Ashland. And we were talking, and some guy opened my car door. I was waiting on my date to come out from Nick's Guy Rose, and this guy opened the door. He's looking at his lottery ticket. I didn't just want to pull out a gun and blow the guy away. He honestly walked up to the wrong car. Everybody on radio was shocked, like, oh, my God, what happened? No, I just told the guy, hey, man, you had the wrong car. Sean was like, oh, my God, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. This guy opened my car door. You... You just don't fly off the handle. We as influencers, Thank you. we as influencers need to tone down the rhetoric because these people are on edge no, and no, they're no, ready no, to no, snap. No, 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 because the rhetoric is, is not coming from our side of the aisle. The rhetoric is coming from these leftists and these progressives. That's where it's really coming from. That's where it's really coming from to say that. No, that's that's it. They want us to shut up. See, see, the, the problem is. The problem is they've shut white people down so much that they can't even say nothing unless you're racist, you're homophobe, you're this, you're that. And now people are starting to push back against this nonsense. No. Push back. That's the problem. That's been the problem. That's why we have so much angst in so many communities. Because nobody wants to have that conversation. And we had, we, look, a black guy, half black guy, white guy, white guy having a conversation about it. 
That's what we have to do. We'll be right back. Don't put your blame on me. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right with John Anthony. I, I just want to quickly say something. Um, the report that I was reading about, there's more white prisoners. That was in the federal prison. Um, I do know that the gap is closing. Um, between there, there are more black people in state prisons. Um, but Dennis, you and I, we've, we've talked about this when I was in the General Assembly. D- explain why that to be so. Well, as I said, actually, in a, uh, a, I was on a sentencing, disparate sentencing commission where I authored a minority opinion that the reason that minorities are overrepresented in prison is because 96% of gangs in the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois are comprised of minority people. Therefore, they are more likely to come into police contact they are more likely to have a police record. They are more likely involved in longer-term sentences based on that. And as I have talked about, for as long as I can remember, I have dealt with intergenerational gang members who are growing up in the gang. And so that is different than any other city in this country. It's different than L.A. It's different than New York. The gangs here started, I think it was late 40s or early 50s, and it, and it has continued from there, and the gangs have spread out. Yeah. Those, are, that's, those are real numbers that have been published in state findings and, and in um, uh, different uh, professors that have written about the subject. So I, I don't make up the numbers, right. but I've been accused of, make, of being part of, the, uh, of a disparate system, of course, but again... You're prosecuting people based on the crimes they commit, not based on the color of their skin. Correct. So that's where that's where we, we get off. But I, I do want to transition to flash mobs. Remember they used to be called flash mobs? Oh, mob action. Yeah. Mob rule. Well, it's mob action. Mob mm-hmm. action. So I was going back in the time capsule about 10 years ago, and a friend of mine named Kwame Raul, who was yeah. a state senator, who is now the attorney general, and a friend of mine named Christian Mitchell, who was a, was a freshman representative, I believe, from Hyde Park, um, they both passed an enhancement bill. Believe this or not. Wow. They enhanced flash mobs using social media from regular mob action yeah. from one to three years, yeah. from three to six years. Yeah. And Governor Quinn signed it. <laughs> because of, remember back in 2010 and 11 and 12 and all yeah. that, remember we started having Occupy Wall Street, which I spoke against. There's a lot of white people in Occupy Wall Street. I didn't want them pushing my wife around when she was leaving work, or anybody else's wife or child or people just trying to get to and from work. You want to protest? Fine. It's not about protests. But they passed enhanced legislation to allow for prosecution of this, what we have seen happen last weekend in the city of Chicago. What's wrong with you? 
Uh-oh. You know what's wrong with me? <laughs> no, no, I'm the Is that I actually believe in the rule of law, Verlon. I don't like to deal with emotion no. and, and explanations and rationale for bad behavior what and, you, and calling me what out. You just or did, else what out. you just did, you know conservatives will come after you because you cannot give credit to Democrats. Kwame Raul and Quinn, you just... You just put an X on your back. Well, no, I, no, because they weren't supposed to do that. That's his point. Right. My point is they weren't supposed to do that. They did what was right. My point is you saw don't what supposed was to speak to that oh, as I understand a that. <laughs> I shouldn't, How dare I sh- you? Right. I shouldn't speak to well, any I Democrat. Gave Kwame, I gave Kwame his due because of, 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 a, of something he did. You um, always get in the past, John. I don't know why conservatives, they like you for some reason. They give you a well, they don't you like. Know why? You know why, Valon? Why? Because I tell the truth and I'm authentic with my truth. Mm. You ain't why. black. That's right, why. right. That's why you ain't black. You no. ish. Nah, uh, that's not. That's not why. That. That's you not ish. why. Trust me, that's not why. Right. Remember, this mm-hmm. white guy was the only guy that defended this guy in the house. That's floor right. When when people of color called him out and said, and the same black uh, caucus said he shouldn't be a Let's member of the black caucus. And, 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 and you know what? They still hold that against you, and that's why you sitting nah. here with us. Well, and and, and look, I, I, my, I am who I am. I was raised to 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 uh, respect one another. One of the things that was most important to me when I was taught about. You know what? By my parents was you respect everybody and you treat everybody the same way. I learned that in the in the courtroom when you step in the courtroom. Just because you're a lawyer doesn't mean you're any better than anybody else who steps in that courtroom. That means a defendant. That means a clerk. That means the judge. You're the same people as they are, and don't think you're any better. And if you do, people will figure it out. So if you're raised right and you have respect for the rule of law and you have respect for society, then you can interact in a positive way and make positive change. Here, we don't do that anymore. We reward bad behavior. We explain it away. And we are trying to destroy society because that's what's of value to the Democrat Party. And they're not even Democrats anymore, progressives or leftists, John. I take umbrage with that. They are socialists. They are Marxists. They are communists. They they don't want to hear anything else. And that's how they will shut you down in two seconds. And I'm sure they've tried to shut you down in this show a number of times. They have. They've actually... Yeah, they they, they 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 were trying to stop me from even starting the show. They said I didn't deserve to have a show. They're trying to make me an escape code. Yeah, pretty much. That, 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 that that's that's totally factual. Let's go to uh, let's go to Eduardo from Midway. Eduardo, welcome to Black and Right. Yeah, how's it doing? How's it going, guys? Uh, Three seventy five gas over here. I think we got a we're beating where Chicago. where in uh, Tampa Bay. I'm, oh, Tampa. No, Tampa Bay. Oh, shit. Indiana is three seventy five too, and it was four four dollars and twenty nine cents. I know. That's why I keep going. Go ahead, Eduardo. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to comment. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, Governor Newsom is going to be sending the National Guard to find the uh, fentanyl use. Uh, you got the Google guy. He makes like two hundred and twenty six million. I saw this on Drudge. Jeez. So this really has been more about upper class, middle class, lower class, more than it is about race. Yeah. That's what the Democratic Party doesn't get. Well, wow. Hey, hey, you, did you see that the uh, FBI is charging those Chinese police officers that, that set up, I, I mean, it, yeah, the Chinese, yeah, yeah nationals? Ah, big news. Yeah, it wasn't big news when I, when we ah, I was about to oh, give man. you credit for it, Eduardo. Yeah. You were the first one yeah. to say it on radio. Yeah. yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Eduardo. All right, guys. Have a good weekend. Take it easy. All right. Thank All right. Valon, I have a feeling that my boy. I know. I've been Kelvin waiting. Kelvin. I've been waiting on him. Is about to slam you. Kelvin, I don't know. what's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, your 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 um frustrated conservative shirt is on the way. Thanks so <laughs> yes, much, sir. man. I'm, I'm ready to rock it. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Go ahead, Kel. Uh, here's my thing. There are more blacks 
in state prison, okay, today, because the blacks have not gotten true political representation that represents their community. Mm. Now watch this. We can go back to the 60s. The, the civil rights movement, it was a battle. Do you want to be color conscious or would be color blind? And that has divided the black community from the 60s going forward. Then you have the breakdown of the family, which it was incentivized that the father be taken out of the home. Okay? Now, watch this. We say, call other people racist, we talk about racist, and then you start getting these state, state reps, you get these Ottomans, and their job is to represent their community. Mm-hmm. Okay? What happens to the blacks is the black representatives sell their community. They sell the, 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 the broken down families. They incentivize. They make $1.6 million on housing. Okay? They make, uh, they'll do a program before they do business startup. Now, you want to make a Democrat mad, walk in one of their meetings and say, you know what, let's do talent assessments in this area. Let's put businesses back in this area. Let's put education back in this area. Let's do public health where we do affordable houses for couples only, right, to do the summer structure. They will cuss you out right. and throw you out. Yep. Now, keep blaming the person. Yes, if you got a kid out here, man, that's hustling out, man, brothers, we all had to go out here and get it one way or another, but something happened with us that was devastating that put us back on the right route and doing what was right. But some of these people don't have that opportunity, man. They got to hustle to eat. But now, where is the alderman? Where is the mayor? Where is the business leaders? See, when you're talking conservative, it's personal responsibility. Limited government, our rights come from God. But black people, we seem to be the lap dogs, and, and I'll say this boldly. The Democrats are the same garbage every election. They're talking about, I'm for the blacks, and they put two white men up to be president. Then, I love this one. Y'all remember when uh, the 20 Republicans was trying to, you know, hold McCarthy's feet to the fire, right? Mm-hmm. And the Democrats, I mean, the, the, the uh, Gets, they nominated Byron Donalds for Speaker of the House. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Wait, wait, Kevin. Hold, oh, Kevin, hold your thought. We got to go to break. I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish that thought when we come back from break. Hey, Rebeletti, did you ever work with a Bill Kelly when you were a prosecutor? I don't think so. There's a listener on um, Twitter saying um, she wanted to, Well, they. I don't even know if it's a male or female, but wanted to know that. So, Bill Kelly, go back through your repertoire. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560, The Answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio. I'm your host, John Anthony. Hoff Daddy, you are a... You bring great joy to me. Look, joined live in studio by the troublemaker of Elon Galloway and the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti. Uh Kevin, go ahead and finish your thought, brother. Yeah, yeah, the point I was making that if the Democrats was really about blacks, when they nominated Byron Donald, we could have had the first black speaker. Yeah. And then you could have just voted him in. Simple as that. Yeah. Okay? But it's not about blacks with nope. them. What it's about is it's a great train robbery, and they make money off our misery. So until we start holding, and, I, and I'm, I'm watching this indictment with Trump very, very carefully. Because if he can get indicted for campaign finances, 
Here's my warning to all the exploiters of the black community. We pull in your campaign finances. Because I guarantee you the money you getting is not going towards your community. See, I'll say this and I'll stop. Because if you look at how the Hispanics doing it, they got us all pressing one for English. Because they came in with representation, (laughs) represent their community. That's why we got to press one for English, two for Spanish. Now, we sitting up here being the lapdogs of every white liberal that Malcolm X warned us about, the sheep in wolf clothing, mm. dividing our families, cutting our boys' genitals off, getting this trans junk going on in our community, and ain't nobody still talking about business development and family structure. So when I hear the Democrats talking about we for the blacks, man, miss me with all that noise. Because as a black man that's black and right, I'm getting mine, and I'm coming after the corruption. Amen. I'm coming for you. Hey, hey, I'm hey, coming. hey, Kevin, you talking about this right here? There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them yeah. going under the label of liberals. That that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox, and a fox is almost is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool yeah. you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling. You take him for a friend. <laughs> yep. Hey. That's what it is. Hey, and they've, they've, brought, they've wrought so much destruction to the black community. And, and, and I, one day I hope the black community realizes how their policies have affected them and shifted and changed. Because well, actually there's been no real, there's been no change in black communities all the same. We, we, they continue, like, 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 how, I heard Brandon Johnson talked about kids have been left behind. Tell me how. Um, Chicago's been led by Democrats for decades. Go throughout most of the major cities. They've been led by liberals for decades. How have they been left behind? And how are those, why are those communities marginalized? Right. Who marginalized them? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this, uh, Kelvin. You was talking about uh, family structure, and things of that nature. Well, Dan Proft and Amy was talking about this. I don't think I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, but they were talking about this. And I called in and I told them, the Marxism teaches against the nuclear family. When you talk about family structure, you can't even speak to what's positive about having a mother and a father and being raised in a traditional family. If you try to say a, a traditional family is the way to go, they're going to tear you down. Ooh. You should be able to have two mommies, two daddies, or, or a transgender for a parent or a single mother. That's perfectly okay. You cannot define what a family is. See, that's the problem. You thinking too much like how we were raised. You can't think like that anymore. Yep. Wrong. Yes, sir. I had two properties here in Springfield. And I said, I'm doing another program. It's called Affordable Houses for Couples Only. And if they stay together, I'll sign the deed of the houses over to them. Wow. If they break up, everybody moves. Mm. Everybody moves. Okay? Mm. Stay together or get out. Wow. And they, I had the churches come against me. Whoa. The mayor came against me. Everybody called me a sexist. Then I said, you know what y'all doing? See, as a black man in America, y'all trying to wipe out my legacy. you trying to wipe out the memory of a father because that's why they're going after Clarence Thomas. Now, do y'all know who y'all know who Clarence Thomas replaced, right? Yeah. Girl Good Marshall. Right. Okay? So if they get Clarence, they wipe out every memory of a black Supreme Court justice out here to make the black people subservient to their agenda. So if we don't stand up, man, and if we don't keep doing these things that like you guys are doing, which I tip my hat, bro, because I'm gonna go broke supporting y'all, but I don't care. <laughs> 
we got to keep this thing going to show our young kids to say, hey, look, there's a black man. He's a conservative. He's successful. He's in business. He's taking care of his family. Matter of fact, he's giving back to his community, and he don't need that program from the government because if you look at all the money, fellas, it's going to go to their pockets. None of that money goes to our people. It goes to whoever goes running the program. The gatekeepers. I just have one question for you. I know you've been listening the whole real show. Quick, quick. What do you think about yeah. Phil's commentary? Phil, uh, real quick, you got 30 seconds. Uh, Phil, Phil, as a prosecutor, has to look at no, the No, 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 Phil, the black guy. Yeah, Phil the from black Blue guy. Island. Phil from Blue Island. <laughs> oh, Phil from Blue Island. Man, yeah. I, I missed I have to go back and check it out. I, I'll chime in, man, later on that one. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, Kelvin, thanks so much for joining us, man. I really appreciate Thanks you. Thank you so much for all the support as well, man. I really, really, really appreciate it. I didn't uh, know you looked like Phil. <laughs> Take care, brother. <laughs> hey, um, I'm, I, I just sent George the clip of you defending me down in Springfield. Hopefully oh, yeah. hopefully we can get it up before the show is over. I want to play it before the show is over. Because, you know, you, you were white. You weren't supposed to. I didn't know I was white. I didn't know I was ish back then. <laughs> How about that? I thought I was black. Just it. You know, black and Puerto Rican, I, th- I should say. If you don't talk about black issues, you're not black. We'll be right back. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. Welcome back Got no way to, to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in studio. With the troublemaker. What's up? Who's caused so much trouble today? I had to I had to quiet down that conversation for a bit because my blood pressure was a little was rising a little bit too much. Yeah, you act like a DJ. You played a bunch oh, of rap songs God. and then you had to play a slow yeah. song. I had to. I had to break it down, brother. <laughs> and then the prosecutor, Dennis Rebelletti, is joining us as well. Glad to be here, John. I want to throw a shout out to Phil for opening up, as they call it, as a prosecutor, opening the door yeah. so I could talk about my family and how I was able to come from humble beginnings to have an opportunity uh, to be where I'm at today. So I think that's the legacy we all should have. I, I, I totally agree. And Vilan, the, the little the little nice little shot you tried to do at the end of that last segment. Yeah. I, I, I do believe we were, we're, we're, we're probably the only show in conservative side that 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 does address the black issues yeah nobody does it the way we does but i'm but i've i want to do a hat tip to damn prop yeah ever since after november the 8th but i was i was the first one to really 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 talk about race but i i think like two months before the mayor wait wait wait, wait, time out out. no i'm just talking about as far as you mean talking about i gotta correct you you said you were the only one i mean talking about why when it comes to when it comes to us losing that's what I. That's what I'm talking. Not the only. Not the only. Me and you, but not the only people that talk about race. I'm just talking about why we lost. Because remember, Charles and I, when Charles was here, Charles yeah. and I talked about it. Right. But but Dan, two months before the Mary race, were was heating up. He's been going at it. I thought he would quit after Brandon Johnson got elected. Yeah, he's but, but he's still been going strong. So I want to give a hat tip to Dan Prof. But man, you got to talk about it, Dan. Everybody else that's talking, you. We're, we won't get past this stuff if we don't talk about it. If you stay in your respective corners, we'll never move past race. We got to talk. I don't care how many people are upset when I come here on Saturdays. We got to talk about it. Otherwise, it'll never change. It'll yeah. never change. Phil says he, he's always been called a racist for his comment. I don't think Phil's a racist. 
I think Phil Phil comes from a generation where, um, you know, there was a particular they they he's experienced uh, um, stuff that Valon you and I have never experienced. Oh, that's true. You know, I've so heard I, about I, it. A lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I, I I give I give Phil that. Uh, let's go to Man on the Street real quick. Man on the Street, welcome back to Black and Right. Hey, it's Mark Wiremore, man, on the street real quick. I missed calling in last week, but I'm listening to you guys. Great show. Hey, you guys, one thing I want to talk about, and I'll, I'll hang up, but retail theft in Chicago and these riots, we need to get this under control. And my solution is arresting people. So I don't know if you guys want to talk about arresting people or if we're just going to talk about them being, uh, you know, demonized. We have to talk about the root causes, Mark. And what are those root causes? Yeah, oh, no. Dennis and I just had this conversation. <laughs> We didn't have it. I want to know what the root causes. Yeah, are. you got to let the mayor tell you. I don't know no, what's on his no. mind. Right. I'm not. The, I'm not the. Uh, You're the progressive the, I, I'm, out here I'm right not, now. I'm not. The, I'm not. Oh. I'm not the African American whisper. I'm the Caucasian whisper. That, that is true. So I mean, you might know what I'm thinking. <laughs> All right, go um, ahead. You, you got anything else, Mark? Hey, the root causes are the terrible Chicago public school. So hey, great show. Maybe I'll see you guys Tuesday at the damn prop. You will. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. You will. All right. Thanks so much, Mark. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, you you get you, you you hear this. The root most of the root causes are the policies that they've and and, le- and, and the legislation that, that they passed. But that's that's the root cause. And we talked mm. about this. Yes. And, and the, so why did Kwame and Christian Mitchell pass that legislation ten years ago? Now they couldn't do that, could they? No, because the mayor said that we are demonizing children. Right. We're demonizing children. Nobody demonized any of those uh, children. Right. They are flash mobs. They choose to come down to Chicago in the downtown, and they choose to enter into uh, confrontational circumstances, and then they commit crimes, then they beat up tourists, then they jump on squad cars and beat up uh, 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 CTA bus drivers, and we're supposed to believe that this is all pent-up rage from something else. The great society. The great society. So it's okay. It's justified and rational. No, it's not okay. No, no, it's not okay. But they talked about this on the morning answer. Why? And they talked about family upbringing. And 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 they wanted to talk about why these kids are the way they are. And I called in about that one too. Listen, these are confused, angry kids. They don't have the traditional family structure. So why? You know, that's why they 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 come out beating up and they don't even know who they are they don't know if they're a man or woman they don't know if they're trans they don't know what's wrong can with we themselves. stop making that excuse for the black community what this is what's that, put that, into that, their this, head dude, in school dude dude, dude. I, I, my, I i grew up single mother my mother was a single mother you know what? i mean listen can i can i go say ahead, something, go ahead. i i have been told when i was a prosecutor i was told a number of times by by defendants of all different colors and ages Sometimes I was the first person to say no to them. No, you're not going home on bond today. No, you don't get to go to school or get to go to your job tomorrow because the buck stops here. Your parents may have let you do certain things. Society may have let you do certain things, and you can blame all kinds of stuff. But here we don't do that because everybody has equal protection. You end up in a courtroom. There's a reason you're there. But we now have the mayor of Chicago said, I understand this, and it's okay it, it always, it's like sliding in the home plate. Yeah, no discipline either. Don't no, forget that. No discipline, but the mayor, the mayor elect said it's it's like my kid sliding down the stairs in the in the home plate. Right. And they make silly decisions. Right. Carjacking. And let me bring up to another case. Real quick, though. we got thirty seconds. Carjacking. Car, 13, 16 year old carjacker, city of Chicago, steal a car, hit a pickup truck, 
kill a six-month-old six baby, injured the other people in the car, and the state's attorney of Cook County charged two misdemeanors, criminal trespass to motor vehicle. Yeah. Were they trans? No, huh? It doesn't matter. Were they trans? It does matter. It does now. not matter. Okay. Nowadays. Right, tell me, um, Blexit, you're right. More excuses. We got to stop making excuses, man. Stop making excuses for what's happening in the black community and actually fix it. Glenn, we'll take you when we get back. Let's get it to him, baby girl. Hey, Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. Uh, I'm going to go straight to the phone lines because I want to end the show off with this audio that I that I had George download. Glenn uh, from Oak Brook, uh, make your point succinct and quick, please. So character counts. It's character that's going to solve the problems of kids. It's easier to fix broken kids than broken adults. Amen. Money won't solve it. Money won't solve it. Jobs won't solve it. You have to have character, and you got to have good education to get out of poverty. Amen. Thank you so much, Glenn. Uh, how that you got that audio? So let me, can I set the stage real quick? Um, now, most people don't know this, but Linda Chaplavia, former state rep, her and I were we knew each other. We were she knew my wife more than she knew me, but we knew she knew who I was. Um, I yeah, I, I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie when this happened. Roll the audio out there. What we find is there's a lot of issues coming up in newspapers saying how they're underperforming or their expulsion rate is high, their suspension rate is high, they're starting to become a segregation of children between the haves and the have-nots. The, listen to me, minorities. I'm over here because we're all over on this side, right? What you'll also find, wait, we, have, we have a half. We have a half. But right now... As it looks, excuse me, excuse me, members, members in the chamber, can we have some order, please? That's fine. Respect They've been the disrespectful, so and, and bring the okay. noise level down. Representative Rebelletti, for what reason do you seek recognition? Uh oh. Yeah. So, so basically, what they were saying, she was saying that we had a half, basically calling me a half breed. Um, Mr. Speaker, I cannot believe. What a distinguished lady from Aurora just did. And I have a profound amount of respect for her. But when you turn and only look at the Democratic side of the aisle and say, oh, minorities only, I guess we don't have any minorities on my side of the aisle. But what I will also say is that when I represent 108,000 people, it's a very diverse group. It's not one monolith, not one particular demographic or background. It's 108,000 people of all different backgrounds. So I don't think that's very fair, Representative, what you did. And that's terrible. I would hope that these debates do not become personal in nature. They should be held only to the substance of these pieces of legislation. Uh, that's the reason I rise, Mr. Speaker. I don't like to hear that. There should be civility and professionalism only. And... We don't need to take personal issues out with one another. Yeah. And and um, I thought you weren't supposed to come to defense or aid of, of a black person. Probably. I, I guess I, I wasn't supposed to, but I did because you are a colleague of mine. Uh, the representative was way out of line. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. She it, And everybody on the other side of the aisle laughed. Yeah. Staff it, it, members. You see the video. Members, if you if you go online, you'll see the video. They thought it was hilarious. So here's what the Republican Party is indicted on all the time. Oh, you don't have enough black members. You don't have enough Latino members. 
We didn't know of John Cabello at the time. He was Mexican and white. Mexican. It, Mike Eunice. Talk about him, Mike Eunice, who's Lebanese. Lebanese. I, I mean, it's just amazing that you paint this broad brush. But I demanded an apology uh, from Speaker Turner, who was in the chair, yeah. and, and Linda finally relented and gave an apology. Yeah, even even, even the Speaker. The Speaker uh, and Mapes had a, 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 a card waiting for me the next day. And Mapes pulled me to the side and was like, you know, sorry about that. We that That's not who we are. We don't want you to think. You're not wanted. Here. I believe that was about charter schools, wasn't it? It was about charter schools. But here, all the minorities are on this side. There's yeah. not any Republican minorities. And yeah. again, Get it's all broad brush. Only white men like me are on the on that side of the aisle. And maybe I shouldn't have defended you, John, I guess. Uh, you, but you did. But I did, because you know what? It was the right thing to do. You are a friend. You're a colleague. You represented 108,000 people. Right. And nobody 95% should, white, too. Right. And nobody should ever take anything like that. That's right. And call people names like that Guys, anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Belly of the Beast. I want to thank you, Rebeletti, you troublemaker, for coming on. YouTube, Rumble, Facebook crowd. Thank you so much for sharing. Valon, 10 seconds. Go. I love all of you. Tune in next week. I'm going to start some more trouble. Hope to see you guys at Dan Prof's event Tuesday. See you next week. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.